essence in a nutshell, what Story Rocket does, it connects writers with the production community. So we're kind of a bridge um, that does not exist today. Like Ron says, if today you are a writer and you have this amazing book, an amazing story, it might be an award-winning project, it could be a bestseller. And you're thinking, you know, this would be a great TV series, a great web series, it could be a great film. Where do you take it? Welcome to the Lifelines Podcast, brought to you by the Brooklyn Writers Project. I'm Marina Aris. And I'm Diane Fenner. And we're your hosts. This is the podcast for book creators, book lovers, and literary ambassadors. Join us each week as we explore the writing life, the art, and the business of creating great books. Welcome to another episode of Lifelines, the books podcast. And this is a special episode because I am recording from Miami and Diane... I'm in New York, but I'm happy to be here. I can see everybody on my screen. All right, and we are here with the founders of Story Rocket, Anna Benitez and Ron Caraz. Anna is a two-time Emmy Award-winning producer, and Ron is a screenwriter and media, media executive. So thank you for being such great hosts and inviting me here to show me this paradise. This, this is a wonderful, wonderful place. I've never been here before, but I am recording from Williams Island in Aventura, Florida. Do I've got that right? That's right. That's right. Yes. Okay, so let's get this party started. Ron, why don't we start with you? Say hello, Ron. Good morning, everyone. Anna? Ron, I'm dying to hear about Story Rocket. <laughs> I didn't mean to cut off Anna either. Sorry. <laughs> All right, we're going to get used to, to, to uh, Diane's interjection on FaceTime, but we're going to get it all right. Everybody just hang tight. This is the, Usually it's three of us on the air. Today it's four, so it's a little trickier, but we're going to do just great. Anna, say hello. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you, Marina. And thank you, Diane from New York. Happy to all of us to be here virtually, I guess, in a way. That's right. Okay, so let's get started. Let's talk about Story Rocket, what it is, why uh, you are bringing this to authors. Who would like to start? I'll start with this, the short introduction, and I'm sure Anna will elaborate. So uh, Story Rocket, uh, you know, people say it was my brainchild, but it was something that uh, you realized very quickly that uh, most writers have very little access to, to presenting their works in front of the production community. Um, even with myself, I have, I've had certain doors open to me, certain opportunities, certain connections, and even then it's still very difficult. But for the average writer, uh, the opportunity to present their works is a challenge. It's very costly, and we're trying to, uh, one, one day when I had uh, my second uh, second script, uh, having a very uh, odd, odd movement through a production company, I said there has to be a better way. And, uh, well, let's just back up for a moment because yeah. we want to be really, really clear with, yeah. with our listeners. What we're talking about is presenting uh, books, scripts, ideas to film producers, film TV producers, pilot uh, uh, networks, uh, anyone who studios. might opt independent producers, or even even community or uh, collaboratives that maybe want to create something. And it's just a way to interact with other industry um, professionals, whether it be writers, directors, producers, networks, executives, whatever that might be to get projects going. Okay, terrific. Anna, what would you like to add to that? So, um, in essence, in a nutshell, what Story Rocket does, it connects writers with the production community. So we're kind of a bridge 
uh, that does not exist today. Like Ron says, if today you are a writer and you have this amazing book, an amazing story, it might be an award-winning project, it could be a bestseller. And you're thinking, you know, this would be a great TV series, a great web series, it could be a great film. Where do you take it? And, you know, as a, as a producer, when Ron started speaking about Story Rocket, um, I said, you know, there is a great need out there, not only for the writers, but actually for the producers, because we're always looking for content. Um, the time is just right for all the writers. Why? There is more avenues of distribution than ever before in our lifetime. And this is going to continue and continue and continue. So if you think of all the networks, all the studios, all the production companies, then you start thinking of the Netflix, the Hulus, Amazon. I mean, everyone's getting into the production field, some way or another. Um, you know, it's, it's a huge possibility, but where's all this content? Well, yeah, let's stop there for a moment, Anna. Give us a little bit of your own history in, in production so that we get a sense for how this works, because not all writers have gotten to this phase of development. Not all of them are sure that they want to go there. So tell us a little bit about the production side of things. How does that work? Okay, so um, the production side is, is a closed field, as we know. There's a lot of gatekeepers, and it's for a reason. It's to protect themselves from being you know, sued if someone stole my story, you know, the, the usual story. Um, but even though it's a closed field and what you're going to get, for example, Marina, you say, I have this book and I think it could be a movie. I'm going to send it to, I don't know, NBC. Okay. And NBC grabs your package, they see it, you're an unsolicited work. Guess what's happening? Well, do they, oh, no, let's talk about how they get your package. What is that like? Because I'm assuming that that's not easy for no, no, Amazon, no. for NBC it to get there, right? You can no? mail it to no. them. You, you can, can mail it. You can mail it, but typically it. It, will, it will be returned to you unopened or... Oh, I see, I see. And if there's no return address, they'll just... It gets trashed. Oh, okay, so you can mail it. Yeah, yeah, because it's unsolicited work. All right. And you, if you go into a lot of the... The, the sites of these networks or studios, you're going to see that they do not take unsolicited work. So where is this work coming from? It's right. coming from a very small pool of, of agents. Work. It comes from agents. So uh -huh. how do you get in the door of a movie studio? How do so you do? either one, you have a big star attached to your project. So how many of us have that in the pocket? No, not okay. many. Right. Um, number two, you know someone on the inside. You know the head of programming. You know the head of development. You happen to sit down with the president. How many of us have that in the pocket? Not many. Okay. Diane, do you have one in your pocket? I'm sorry, I don't. Normally I do, but today I just... <laughs> <laughs> what do you have in your pocket, Diane? <laughs> or you come in through the door with a big agent. Okay. And I'm not talking any agent. Who's a big... Okay, let's, what's a big agent? Now, so, now you're talking about right, agents. So let, so. Me give you oh, let, me give you, let me give you an anecdote about that. And it doesn't have to be necessarily a William Morris. I mean, there are independent attorneys that are known to be uh, agents that also you know, have to carry clout. So uh, what, we actually got through the door, a partner writer of mine on a, on a pilot sitcom, uh, one-hour sitcom, uh, to HBO, to the head of development. And uh, he actually really liked the project. He thought this definitely can go into development. We, I can see where there's some changes that need to be made. Make a few changes and resubmit it, and then I'll try to get it into committee. So we made the changes. We handed it back to him. He says, I love, I love the changes. Now let me put it into committee. And committee meant uh, putting a, what they call is put a cover on it, on the script, and send it through a number of people within the HBO's management team. 
And different people will read it and different people will make comments on it. And the, the majority or the vast majority of the people have to say, I like it, let's move it, let's move it into development. Um, we couldn't get past putting a cover on it and then getting it into development because some other project always came in and it's bumped us down a little bit. And one of them was Boardwalk Empire. Another one was, I don't even know the name, but we just kept pushing this further and further down. And every time we'd come close to the top, again, something would come in. So they finally said, look, let me give this back to you. Here's what you need to do. Like what Anna said before, find some celebrity that wants to attach themselves to the project. And if you can't, just you know, get one of them. And they gave us kind of a list of attorneys that we should contact. And every one of them said- Isn't that weird? Because well, you were already there. We're there. Yeah, so they're sending you back. We're insiders. How did you get to the head of development? I w that wasn't clear to so me. So my, my writer partner, knew him from a social gathering and uh -huh. he invited us in. And that's where we talked about, do you have the an inside. inn? So there's a thing. So we yeah. actually had an inn, but even him, even he could only take us so far. And basically it just got bounced back to us to say, come in with a big star or come in with an agent and we'll get you into, we'll get you into committee. And the attorneys also asked us, do you have a contract? And we go, no, that's what we need you for. And then they would say, well, when you have a contract, give <laughs> it to me and I'll negotiate it for that's you. That's so interesting. So getting, yeah, getting yeah. somebody to yeah. just make a decision and say, yes, let's put this into committee. We like it. There's something here. Let's contact the writer. Let's contact the agent of the writer. Is just is the hardest part. Yeah. So, so as you see, it's it's really hard to get to the door. Yeah, and it's uh, almost even so. for veterans like yeah. Ron, who's been in the system, who's also been a producer part of his life, who has contacts, who have who know people. So it's it's virtually impossible. That's trying. That's what I'm trying to get right. to. So we started talking three years ago. We said, you know, there there has to be a different way. We need to solve this for our business. It's good for the writers and it's great for the producers. Why? Because producers now can see material from a lot of people that before weren't available to them because of the on-solicitation work. They can go on our site and be anonymous. They can search anonymous. If they find something they love, they contact them directly. The author, correct. Let, let's be yeah, really the specific. the author directly. Right. Or if they have an agent, they can also go in there with an agent right. or a publisher that represents right. them. They can, you know, whoever they want. Right. They, they contact them directly through Story Rocket. We take zero of their IP rights. We take zero percent if it gets optioned, produced, developed. We don't take. We don't get involved at all in in the business well, side of it. You give the example that we're like LinkedIn. LinkedIn doesn't know, doesn't get involved if you somebody calls you about a job because they found you on LinkedIn. Yeah, there's LinkedIn is a connector. Right. So we are, like I said, a bridge. So it's a win-win for everybody. It's a win for. Um, for writers because it allows writers to be seen and showcased on our site with a professional pitch package which is important right and the second side it allows producers to be able to search for content in a very fast easy way be able to connect directly to the to the rights owner and be able to negotiate their deals so it's a win-win for both sides absolutely and so let's let's just be really clear because we want to introduce to our listeners exactly how this platform works so let's talk about all the players. We've mentioned agents, publishers, authors, producers. And we we, we used another one we call rights holder. I mean, uh, if uh, my, my mother wrote a book and she didn't want to post it up there, she can represent me as a rights holder. I'm not really an agent, I'm not a publisher, but I'm the rights holder for her. Right. So in essence, uh, you're the, the contact for the, contact. the whole contact. Right. But in, in relationship to that particular project, I'm the rights holder. 
That's yeah. how we term it. You know, and, and what's great about Story Rocket for the writers specifically is that it's not only a platform where you can get discovered, obviously that's the, like, the main interest, but also it's a promotional tool. It's a really powerful promotional tool. So we, we wanted to make sure that the writers still had something else. Right. And, you know, you saw our site yesterday. Yes. We did a tour with you. And first of all, so we, we give you a, a platform that can take your book anywhere you want. So you can share your, you know, your pitch package, right, to the world basically on social media, on, uh, through email, right? right? You email your link. So now let's say a writer needs to go somewhere and speak because they are doing a meet and greet or they're signing autographs or whatever. And the store owner says, can you send me something on your book? Boom, here goes your story rocket profile. Yeah, and let's talk about the profile because I did, in fact, take a look at it yesterday. And um, when you talk about pitch package, let's be, let's be clear about what it is, is if you go onto a story rocket platform, what it is is a beautifully made, it's, it's almost like, let's say an author doesn't have a website. This is actually a great thing for you if you don't have a website. Um, what you can add onto the profile is what makes it so beautiful. And this idea of a pitch package is almost like a plug and play because this has been so cleverly designed that all an author has to do to create their platform is to upload their uh, book cover JPEG, um, just have a log line, if that applies, a synopsis, is that correct? And you can also, I would assume... Characters, main characters. Oh, oh, let's talk about this. This is really cool, okay? So, because there's a partnership with Getty Images, if you have a, plat a profile on the Story Rocket platform, let's say you had a wish list of uh, Hollywood uh, actors for your cast list. You can actually, for a very low fee, um, add the author's um, rights-approved uh, JPEG of their of their image of their headshots. profile headshots, specifically their headshots, and you can type in you know uh, all this information about the casting for your particular book. So it's nice because when if a producer finds your project interesting, they will see not only all of these details that they usually need, but they can even get an idea conceptually from the author directly about how they see this. Uh, book turning into a film, TV pilot series, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Did I get that right? Yes. Okay. You know, at, at the end of the day, producers are visual people. So this is not your typical site where it's like just writing. It's not. So you, you get to see your poster. You get to see your, your, you know, your characters develop and who you want them to play. Um, it's a very visual site, and it, it's meant to be attractive to everyone, but especially a producer, because you're basically baiting a producer with this right. pitch package. Right. And you, you said it, you called it a media, what did you call it? You called it a different name. A media, oh, a, me, a, a press kit, or a media kit. A media kit, because when yes. you saw it, he goes, oh my god, this is a media a kit. Yeah. kit. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, well, it's actually a pitch package. But it, it, it forms the same, right? It's yeah, like a pitch yeah. package, media kit, and it, you can almost interchangeable. It's all the same thing. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, yeah. a producer gets to quickly um, see in a few minutes if this is something they're interested in or not. So, uh, something that, uh, that Marina just said a moment ago, that it's, in essence, it's almost, and it's really like a standalone website for your project. It, it, some people will go out and pay for a URL and put their books and create a page about their books. Well, each one of these is in essence that. It, you know, it allows like to put up your the, the book cover. Uh, it, it allows you to put up a, as many videos as you want. 
being a book trailer or an elevator pitch of your own or somebody else talking about your book. Uh, you know, any number of videos can go up onto the page itself, the cast wish list and every, everything that will just make you buy into a project very easily. And uh, rather than having to read a ton of work, you actually can filter into this, find something, click onto it, listen to a couple of videos, read a log line, read a cast wish list, and in five minutes either be sold on it or move on to the next one. Yeah, absolutely. I think you guys did a phenomenal job in designing this. It's really beautiful and it's very easy to create the profile. And I think it will serve authors in more than one way because when we say press kits and media kits and all of that, that's certainly uh, a big part of what authors need today to really get the word out to, to, to get that project to be so much more than just a book, right? right. Um, so let, so uh, I think we've covered the producer side of things. Uh, now, I, from what I can tell, Story Rocket has the, a huge potential to be so much more than that. So we've covered the producer-author relationship. Let's talk a little bit about communities because that also seems to be something that can can happen on Story Rocket. Okay, so I, I'm going to dial it back a little bit. I'm going to talk about uh, becoming a member because everything starts by becoming a member. You okay. have to become a member in order to be able to have your member profile, and that is free. That's, what I, that's the first thing I want to tell people. So our platform is storyrocket.com. Mm -hmm. I don't think we've ever mentioned it. No, you will. I was going to ask yeah. you to. But. It is, it's actually online. So it's storyrocket.com. And so if you want to be on Story Rocket, whether you're on the writing side or on the producer side, and just become a member and put in your profile. Let me, let me add to that. When you say you don't have to be either a writer or a producer, you could be, we have college professors who are members. We have people who review movies that are, you know, that are members. Uh, you could be an actor, you could be a director, you could be someone in the production field, uh, you could be an agent, it, you could be anything and, and, and the site asks you in you know, the fields, what are you? Or, right. And so it doesn't, it's not just writer, producer. Producer, but you know, basically yeah. that's what we're doing. So um, at the end of the day, what I'm trying to say is that it is, it is free. So if Diane wants to join, Diane, you can join, it's free. You can create your own member profile. It'll have your picture, it'll have your bio, it'll talk about you, you can put your credits, awards, all that stuff. And now it allows you inside our site to navigate our site and do different things, right? Right. So you can network, you can share stuff, you can email people inside our site. Add friends, create Add friends, network. and what you were talking about, create groups. Right. Right? Right. So these groups are you, how can you use groups? So groups is, for example, if you're a small publisher, or you have an association, or basically you want to put a, uh, a group of people around your book, because you're saying, I want to start bringing in a director, a producer, some, you know, like Rodson, an agent, or this, you could start creating a collaborative around your work. Now the question some people might have right off the bat is, how does a group on Story Rocket compare to a group on Facebook? Because Facebook being as popular as it is, they're going to ask you, why should I be on Story Rocket if I'm already on Facebook? It's, it's really because it's specific to the industry that you're in. Right. That, that's really it. I mean, what can you do there? You can post projects, you can post notifications, you can talk about meetups. Um, but you can still do that on Facebook. So, yeah, so, it, so I think the big the so differentiator was the, the right, audience. To the audience. Right. So uh, as the site grows, and I'll give an example of... Um, you know, we're not there yet, but you know, let's say we're at 30,000 members in the South Florida area. And I, let's say the group that I want is just, I want a group 
you know, get a group of five people together to collaborate and write a specific story. Um, I can then look regionally for five writers and I can kind of pop into their profiles, see the kind of stuff that they write about, and okay, that's a humorist, he's a, he's a comedian, I like that, you know, so we're gonna write a comedy. So let me contact them and see if they wanna join this specific group that I've just created. Five people to write it. And they don't have to be in the South Florida area. No, they don't. No. At but that point. Yeah, that. So yeah. But you can filter. Right. So you can filter by region, by or you say no, just give me anybody and it'll work remotely from anywhere around the world. But in, in the case of a regional, you know, request is maybe you have a, a short film, you know, a fifteen minute short that you want to get produced. And you say, Okay, let me look again in South Florida, because that's where I'm from. And I say, you know, let me look for some actors within my community. I can message them directly from that group. You can message the actors directly. The actors directly. Uh-huh, got it. Or someone, in, you know, maybe there's a director there and say, look, we've written this thing, you know, we only have a $500 budget or a $1,000 budget, but we really want to shoot something and we want everybody to donate their time and whatever we need to buy, we'll buy. And you get people into this little group and call it a collaborative and, and you start messaging and start uh -huh. and you find the people within Story Rocket through this. Can but you create can you create a group based on a project or do you create a group only based on your profile? No, you can, the group is uh, I have one group up there right now called uh, Mariachi Pariso Writers. I'm just, I, I was looking for two other writers to join with me to, to write that. So and so I type in the title of the uh, of the group, I find a picture that suits it, and that's that's the profile of that group. Yeah. So now we have Full Sail University, a professor from Full Sail, created a group of Full Sail production students. And no, it's not students; it's alumni. Oh, alumni. Sorry, I, I professional. Uh, so you know, I know you are a Brooklyn Writers Project, and we hope that you create a group called Brooklyn Writers. It's Project. coming! It's coming, guys! And Hang in there. And then people, you you can actually message out to to your friends. Through the, uh, through the site by writing their emails and they'll get a message from Story Rocket to join this group. But then you can also find people within the site that you want to invite to Brooklyn Writers through the site. So when I send an invite to someone who is not yet a Story Rocket member, they right. can, they, they, when they come back and they say, yeah, sure, I want to join, they just have to create their profile and then they're, they join. Okay. Which is free. Yeah. Okay. Diane, we haven't heard from you. Say something. Say something. Uh, <laughs> How are you? I was... I'm just now um, creating a secure password for my profile. Oh, <laughs> look at you. There we She's go. Busy. As, as I go. So it started out that I understood it was mostly for um, movies, producers of movies and television and video. And now I'm hearing a little bit more about connecting up uh, people who are dramatists, maybe for live theater. Um, do you also have musicians? And do you also have you know, print writers, and how many different forms of artists are there that can start creating communities on Story Rocket? All right, so uh, we go back to, well, you can create any, we can't, we don't stop anyone from creating any specific community, uh, other than something that might be profane or something that uh, <laughs> the, F the FCC asks us, uh, uh, yeah, FCC asks us to remove. Um, other than that, you create the group uh, as you want and you invite the people in as you want. Right. I think uh, Diane is thinking more of a member profile. Okay, as, right. So as a member, uh, we actually have uh, musical musicians, musical composers. We have people from the music, you know, you can say I'm from the music industry, I'm from the broadcast industry. So, and then you can also add in some things that maybe we didn't, we didn't find or we didn't list as something, as a, as a professional um, category. 
but just to be clear about how this site works, um, it was originally intended to, it, the first conceptualization of the site was scripts to the production industry. Uh, but then we realized quickly that there's such a huge audience of novelists out there. So uh, it, the site turned into something where it's not just scripts, but it's uh, books, books uh, treatments. treatments. It's also manuscripts, so unpublished short works, stories. short stories. So you, you actually, when you're filling out your form, you tell us what form your writing is in, whether it's a book, a manuscript, a script, is it a play? It could also be a play. And what's your intended medium? And that's another category you select. Is it for web series? Is it for television? Is it screen theatrical like film? Is it uh, for a play or gaming? If, gaming. But if you also, if you put up a manuscript, that means you're an unpublished book. Maybe your end goal is to get published. So it's literary. Um, it's not, we're not actively pushing that part of the site, but that's also one of the potential, uh, potential uses. And let's just cover one thing that I know will come up for, for listeners, and that is that Story Rocket does want you to feel confident that your uh, manuscript is not going to be misused. So you, just be, to be clear, when you put up your work, there is a five-page preview? Right. Five-page preview. Five page preview. And then you also choose, you may have a 130 page or 300 page manuscript that's unpublished and you want to protect it. Uh, you can load the entire PDF on our site, uh, which sits in our site protected. Uh, you select the five pages that you want as a sample to be made public to only members that, are, that people are members. So when they're looking at your project, you know, they'll read your synopsis, your logline, your cast wish list, and when they click view PDF, they're going to see the five-page sample that you selected. Uh, the only way they get to see the rest of the work is if you, if that person requests it directly from you through the site, and the site then sends them another email with the download button for that PDF. So you if have, you allow it. If you allow it. You don't have, it doesn't, it's you have to allow every one of those steps. So the writer has control. At yeah. the end of the right. day, that was important. Right. It, it was really important to writers, and I think it's very fair to producers as well, actually protects both sides. Yeah. Right. Uh, you know, security, like you said, is something that's really important, especially for the script writer. But the other part too was that I said that you could load your entire 300 page document, but if you only want to load five pages, you can only load the five pages and only have those five pages visible. So really you decide right. how much you want connected to the site. It's up to you. And in, in that latter situation, like if you only have the five page sample up, then if That's they request, now when they, so that means that if you want to send the full thing, you're sending it from your personal well, email? No. 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 no so then you upload it to the site right. and so then send it. So if you only have five pages loaded to our site, when they request to see, can I see more, and you send that, you're only seeing the five pages. Right. You're only sending the five pages. Right. So how do you deal with the rest of it? Well, that, again, we're out of the loop at that point. So if you don't have the entire PDF loaded to our site, then it doesn't track what you're sending. So uh -huh. you actually, we tell you, you should put up your entire PDF, and the only five pages that are seen is what's visible, but when you send it, you send the entire document, and again, there's a time date stamp that tells you that I just sent you my manuscript on such and such a date, and then when you actually press the download button, I'll get that recorded as well, saying, you just down I see that you just downloaded my entire PDF, and it's recorded. So there's a time date stamp for future use if it's ever used in an inappropriate way. Um, 
how they use it, you know, we don't track it, that's something for you, but at least now you have the time dates now. If you decided to send that same PDF through an email, well, we're no longer... Right, it's not in our system. It's not in our system, so we don't... Yes, I see, that's important. There's a lot of protective uh, things there. And, you know, and the one thing that I always tell writers, because I'm the producer, right, and I see that in their eyes, they're intimidated. And I tell writers, no, you have control in Story Rabbit, so do not be intimidated. Ask the questions. If I see something that I like and I reach out to you, say, hey, Anna, what are you doing? What kind of film is it? What have you done before? Right? Check out my profile. If I'm public on Story Rocket, check out my profile. Check out my credit. You know, ask them what kind of budget film is it? What kind of a distribution do they have in mind? Ask the questions. Now let's put some of my stuff right, just like right. blank. Well, well, now let's talk about um, how you support authors because what you just said is really important for authors to know, and they may not know that unless they read a book about it. But from our conversation uh, prior to this podcast interview, you did mention that you're planning to roll out some. Um, you know, information for authors, and not only that, but you're also planning to invite authors to share more with Story Rocket so that Ro- Story Rocket could then help to market the projects more. Right. You have the trending, and um, it sounds to me like you're really trying to watch out for the authors and, and give the producers um, something new and exciting and efficient. Right. So let's talk a- about how you and when you might be able to roll out some more support for the authors in right. that way. So we already have um, on our site, if you go to our homepage, and also if you're a member on our dashboard, you will see the trending projects. So trending projects are the projects for the week that have gotten the most views. Um, so that gives you additional exposure on our social media, it gives you additional exposure on our homepage, it gives you additional exposure on our dashboard. And you've got to remember that everybody that comes to our site lands on our dashboard first. So that includes producers, directors, anyone on the production side as well. So that is that. Um, in the future, we are thinking of adding a podcast um, and maybe a vlog, a video blog things like that, and also be able to interview these authors because, you know, they really are the heart of, of Story Rocket. They're the, they're the driver. If these authors aren't in there, producers aren't interested. So we need to keep nourishing, you know, like making sure that that they are exposed, that they're happy, they are promoted. Um, obviously, Story Rocket is a, tool, a promotional tool. That's what I was telling you. So it's not only a tool to get discovered, right, into that database, but it's also a tool for um, writers themselves to use and promote themselves through social media or email. And on top of that, we're promoting it. So it's yeah. a win-win. That sounds terrific. And so, so now since you haven't yet fully rolled out everything that you have in mind, um, wh- can you give the listeners somewhere to go in the meantime to prepare themselves? Because even though your site has been very well made and I've seen that as you're building your log, your, your log line and everything else, I see that the platform has been made such that you're getting these little questions and you've got these little explanation boxes, which I think were brilliant. Right. Um, but now some authors may need a little bit more than that. So do you have any um, advice yeah. for them, recommendations? How can they get ready before you're fully rolled out on the support side? So, so we talked about the free plan, which is becoming a member, correct? Right. So the other part of this is how do you, um, what does it cost? to post your project. So becoming a member is free, but posting your project is not that cost. The nice thing about Story Rocket is that it's value-based. It's for everyone. It's $10 a month, and it allows you 
to post up to 10 projects. So it's really like a no-brainer. Like you will be able to post up to 10 projects for $10 a month. And we wanted to make sure that StoryWalker was something that was available to everyone, that it was just you know, so exclusive and so expensive that it mimics Hollywood and only a few can get in. So we wanted to make sure that you know, everyone was able to host their projects. So it is $10 a month for up to 10 projects. That sounds great. That sounds really great. So then um, that's the 10 projects. And then you also have, obviously, what was the other? 20, 30, yeah. yeah. The, uh, I don't know, if the, one of the things that you're talking about, how, do, how can a writer help themselves? Is, I think that's what you're right, because we're going back to that question. We got yeah, a yeah, little yeah. bit distracted with that. I just hand. want, because we want to make sure that authors write, have some, a little bit more direction, because right. they may, you, what you said was really great. You don't be intimidated, ask questions, but sometimes they don't know what questions to ask, and so if they're not getting it, uh, if they're not coming to the platform with that training in mind, then maybe we can give them a little bit of a guidance. Well, one of the things we, you, we're definitely going to do soon, it's just, you know, uh, bandwidth sometimes is uh, what we always say, is uh, we want to add uh, just some, some video. Um, the vlogs? Tutorials. Tutorials. Well, I'm sorry, we were going to do a webinar. We're going to record some of our yeah. webinars on how to load a project, uh, webinars on fixing certain issues, and those will sit on our site. Uh, or some, I would walk somebody else through the, pro the process, and so now if they really just want to see how the whole process is done, they, they, would, they, can, they can find it on the site immediately in the tutorial section. Uh, but one of the things that we talked about, what you were asked is, you know, what are those things that could really help somebody promote themselves? And uh, I can kind of give it as an example of how one of my projects got a lot of help, and I didn't actually ask for it, but and then I realized, if I go around asking people to do this, it would actually help me. Um, one of my projects, uh, which is called uh, Oh George, uh, it was written about a friend of mine who I used to work with at Univision, and uh, he was the children's show host of Univision. On, uh, the shows that he had were like Lente Loco, Pinata Loca, Giorgio Mania, and these were like staples of the 90s on uh, Univision for the children's block. Uh, so I wrote a, a sitcom loosely based on his life, an English sitcom, where there was this children's star, children's show star on a Spanglish network called Unimundo, kind of playing off of Univision and Telemundo. Uh, and so the network was a Spanglish network, and, and we built in all the characters that you would have seen on Univision and Telemundo back then, like the Don Francisco, the Andres Cantor, the sports guy that yells goal all the time, and just all the different characters that anybody who watched any amount of Spanish TV would recognize all of them in him. So, uh, you know, the, the whole sitcom was about his personal life, and it touched a little bit upon his work life. Uh, but it was him, his wife, trying to have kids, and his best friend, who was his manager, trying to help him, you know, navigate uh, to get into the uh, general market. So um, I had this project, uh, this script, this sitcom posted on the site, and uh, I don't remember actually telling him about it being there. But he obviously found it somehow, because I must have blogged about it, or I must have used the Facebook uh, to promote it. And then he saw it, he logs in, takes a look, and then he presses the Facebook button. And this is what I'm getting at. If somebody is on your project and presses the little Facebook link, their Facebook profile will open up, and the project and description gets embedded the in, into their wall. So when he did that, he embedded my project into his wall, 
and he lives out in LA right now and and uh, before I knew it I'm getting contacted about it where does it stand is it is anybody opted it is it you know would you be willing to rewrite it, it, it it's gotten more movement in that one short period of time than in 10 years of right. talking to that's an excellent that. example and I think that's what we that's what listeners need to know they need to understand because you know, because it is a profile and a platform, many people are like, another platform. So we need to give them a really good incentive to be on the platform. And what you just said makes a lot of sense. You're really marrying the power of Facebook with the power of Story Rocket, right? And that's really what would be the perfect solution. Or Twitter or Insta. Right, right. All the other channels as well. And then at the cost that we keep talking about is if you have, if you have 10 projects, it's costing you a dollar per month to have, a, in essence, a website of that specific project. It's, it's you know, right. like, that's where we say it's right. kind of like a no-brainer. Right, right. And, just to be, and because um, our listeners may not have seen it yet, so what, what, they're, what they mean by that is that when you uh, have a profile and then you upload your books, and if you have several books and you can have up to 10 or you know, 10 projects, as they've said, then each and every one of those projects, when you click on it, just to be clear, when you click on a project, a book cover, let's call it, then that opens up into its own window and more importantly, into its own URL, which I gave them both quite a pain, right? I was a pain yesterday bothering you guys about URLs, but it's a really smart URL because what you have is storyrocket.com forward slash, and then it has the title of your book. And now, as we all know, if you've learned anything about marketing, that's important because it's a very clean and attractive way for you to share that link and get people back to wherever the content is sitting. So I think, again, brilliant. You guys did a great job in designing that. So I think authors should really give this a chance. It's, 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 it's not even, it's a no-brainer. It's not very expensive. And it can really open up some doors because all of us as content creators need to consider that because, as Anna said earlier, we're in a very different climate uh, creatively. Our books are not just a book. A book is actually more than one product at the end of the day. It can be translated. It can be a film. It can be a TV series. It can be a comic book. It can be a game. So definitely have this on your agenda for what to do with your projects over the long haul. Now, let's talk about um, anything else you'd like to share about the platform, because again, I feel like that is the primary intention of the platform, but that is not the overall big vision. There's so much more that I think can come from it, right? Well, there is, although we hesitate to talk about <laughs> what's, what we have planned but I think our, two our, three years down no, the road. But I think one of the things that we're already moving forward with, um, you know, we have a global vision for Story Rocket, and it's a global site. Um, You're on your way to Latin America, is that right? Yes, well, yeah. we're on our way to Spain. So um, we got invited this year to speak at Liber, which is the Spanish book fair from Spain, um, and introduce Story Rocket to the Spaniards, which, you know, it's, it's, it was part of the plan. So that's going to allow us to next year have Story Rocket in Spanish and be also available in Mexico, Latin America all over the Caribbean and of course Spain. So this is important, so, but why is it important? Let, let me add something to that. So the way our site is intended to work at, at that point is that even though someone may load uh, all their content up in Spanish, uh, certain fields, uh, we'll use the Google Translator, but certain fields will be translatable. So um, you may be searching for a comedy Western, let's say, and somebody might have put up a script in Spanish, that's a comedy western, 
But the descriptive elements, the logline, the synopsis, the cast wish list, will be translated, and you might go, wow, this stuff is fantastic. And maybe somebody's actually loading something that actually already has been produced, and it's a ser it's like an, it's a, it's an award winner in Latin America. The example we always give is Ugly Betty. Uh, and imagine if it's the next Ugly Betty, and someone's reading this, and going, this is fantastic, and this has already won awards in, in let's say, Colombia. You know, and you find it and you go, you know what, this is something I want to produce in English. You know, I, I get the concept, I get the characters, and I already could sell it as a, as a winner because it has been a winner. Now you say, you contact the, you know, the, the original writer or the agent, and you say, uh, I'd love to opt this, I'd love to rewrite this into English. And so there's all these, op these, op these possibilities. Right, it, it really opens the possibility for authors because it's back and forth. So he's talking about a Spanish yeah. uh, getting translated here, but it could be in English, English translated, translated to Spanish, Argentina, or, or Spain, or anywhere else. Because we understand that great content. And you know when I oh, and you said, "What's the word content? What does content?" Right, we had this mean? whole discussion about content, guys, right? because it, it, we yeah. say we're the world's best platform to showcase and discover content. So, in in the entertainment industry, content is king, and content is a story. It goes, it boils down to the story because nothing in entertainment starts without a script. So, whether you have a book, a novel, a short story, a play, it all gets boiled down to the script, and that's content. And so when we're talking about content, we're talking about all the possibilities of content, right? Right, right. Um, that is king. Uh, we, you had a question. Oh, about we were saying about. Well, yeah, like I know, I know it's look. I know um, Story Rocket, as you said, has been now uh, two, two and a half years, more or less, oh, give or take. Uh, it'll be two years. It'll be two I years. I met you. Years. I met you guys at BEA 2017, and right. as I, I meant to bring the card because I kept it because I thought it was such a great idea, and I was just you know, a bad author, not listening to you guys and not setting up my profile. But my profile is up there now, okay? I have redeemed myself. Um, so I know you were as far back as 2017. Yes. And obviously when we have a startup that's, you know, um, still in the earlier stages of development, then you don't want to, you, you don't have enough foresight to share everything. I get that. Um, so you're sharing with us that you have a global component, um, which yes. I think is fantastic. Yeah, so to... So to 2019, it will be uh, Spanish, uh, followed by French, and we're already on the trenches with that too. Our goal is also to support uh, the writers in various ways of, of creating uh, contests and events. And by contests, I mean it could be something as simple as, you know, like a, a $500 uh, writing contest. So, you know, take your novel and you know, write me a 10-minute, uh, you know, uh, scene you know that represents you know your story maybe we fund that you know maybe we'll work with other uh, production companies and they'll do a, a script writing contest to, for them for people to submit their scripts for you know for development uh, somebody you know maybe we'll get a sponsor and maybe it'll be a big you know sponsor like a, a national brand who will sponsor a contest to take somebody's book and convert that into a script and maybe actually get into production so we're going to work with companies to try to create contests on our site, and we're going to also try to use our funds to turn contests. And how do the awards play into that? Just just to be clear on how that works. You mentioned the awards too. So um, I is said, it? Uh, I, you say con I thought you said awards. I apologize well, if I misunderstood. Well, you actually one of the categories in your profile is your awards. I don't know if you. Oh oh <laughs> no no well that's interesting but let, well, yeah. I said to award you. Oh to award you sorry I I get it I get it. Oh lost in translation. We're we all are the same and we're all talking <laughs> English. We're all speaking in English so. Um, okay no cool enough. Um, 
Yeah, no, well, I, I think it's, it's such a beautiful platform that I'm hoping that we can use it. I'm hoping that you can use it um, also, primarily, I mean, definitely for, for what you intended, right. but I think that w because people may not have seen it all, right. that they, they don't see how beautiful it is and, and how much more you can do with it. Yeah. So I think one of the questions you were trying to get us to, uh, to talk a little bit about is where is that, you know, year three, year four vision? And, you know, again, that might be, it's, it's still, you first have to run before you before you walk, is that okay? Well, that's if you're me, because yeah, as yeah. you know, I go really fast, <laughs> right? So I'm a New Yorker. Before you run. And, uh, but where do we see this? Uh, where we see right now, our focus is obviously to get writers in and producers in, because uh, if the writers don't believe that the producers are in, then they're going to say, well, why am I joining now? And producers are going to say, well, if there's not enough writers in, then why am I in here? Right. So it's been a two-pronged approach to get both in at the same time. and. You know, we're past the tipping point. I think now's the point where producers feel like there's enough good content in there, and the content that's coming in now is oh, it's looks amazing. Spectacular. And then the writers feel like, okay, there's producers contacting us, so it's worth for me to put my work in here. So we've passed that uh, that tipping point. Now, as we continue to grow, what I believe in the future, and this is what we're kind of getting at, is if we have 10,000 writers or if we have 100,000 writers. Whatever number of writers we'll have, I think our community will represent something like five to ten times as many actors as there are writers. Producers or people in the production industry will probably mimic, maybe double the number of writers. Um, and uh, the, the idea is that there'll be other components to the site uh, that we're going to build in. And you know, what I alluded to is that we're hoping for is you know, a, cast, a casting service that will be linked to the site. Uh, you know, and also to fund certain projects that may be all driven by searches from the site. Maybe we'll wind up with something like Story Rocket TV, or you know, where it'll be uh, low budget, you know, films that were produced off of the site, and you know, they'll send it back to us so that we can showcase them on our site. Maybe there'll be large productions or independent productions that also, you know, be able to come back to our site and be viewed from our site. So th those are the things that we're looking for to grow into year three, four, and five. Yeah. And you know, I think also um, the giving back component is a huge component. Um, we all always believe in giving back. Um, and there will be a Story Rocket Foundation in the new future. And what we want to do with that is really give voice to stories that are most likely not to be told, but that are like amazing. And so we're going to do that um, hopefully by your, you know, next year or the, the following year because we do have to create a foundation and be a nonprofit yeah. arm and all that. But um, we all, you know, we always feel like so. We please want send your money to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Let's start in early. Why? Why not? Yeah. <laughs> Let's just start you know, today. The exciting thing is when you met us. You know, we had just like launched, like literally right. launched, right. and the we. Month before, yeah, before. and we had like maybe 50 to 100 writers in yeah, there, yeah. and uh, you know, and now there's thousands of writers, right. and we have writers from all over the place, you know, from, from New Zealand to um, Ireland, London, India, China, yeah, yeah. Um, and so that's telling us that we're in the right track, absolutely, you know, that, absolutely. That, that is really a, um, a great validation for us, yeah. And it keeps us excited because we know we're doing something good for both sides. Like you know, like we said, you know, this was created by a producer and right. a writer. And let's clarify: the reason I didn't sign up at that time was not because I didn't think it was amazing. It's because I guess somehow I thought I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready as a writer. So let's just clarify that right now. Well, that's if a you good say. Good say. <laughs> there you go. There you we go. Love you. 
I, I'm going to be invited back here, right? Because please open the gates of paradise again, please. Um, no, because I, I did think initially, I was like, I'm not ready for like movie stars. <laughs> you know, that was kind of like, I, I really bought into your mission right away. I was like, ooh, Hollywood, okay. I need a little time. But so let's talk about how early, let's just clarify how early in the process you just have a thought. You can just go ahead and kind of. No, no, no. no. Oh, oh, okay. I mean, okay. It, it's it's okay. like, I think, I think first of all, um, I think Story Rocket, everyone should take advantage of the free membership. There's no reason well, why not. To, well, that's what I'm thinking. Whether you're starting to write something right now or later, I think it connects you to an incredible community. Well, that being right, said, right. for you to pay to put up your projects, which of course we want that, right? Yeah. Why not? But you know, I really want people to put up stuff that is really awesome, that is finished. But I should have been free. Like what I'm saying is, I should have set up a free profile then, oh, because yes, because sure. look, I, I'll tell you why. Because look, every writer has a different system, and one of the things that I advise writers to do is, the minute you have a story idea and you're pretty damn sure you're going to spend a few hours writing this thing, get a book cover. Get the book cover because at least that will motivate you and it becomes real. So at that point in time when I met you, what I think I should have done is I should have started a free profile. I wouldn't have made an investment, but at the very least I could have had my book cover because I did have it then. Uh, two years ago. Um, that's how slow a writer I've been. Um, but I could have put my book cover up there and I think perhaps because your profile is so beautiful and so well made that it could have helped me along. Maybe I would have picked up the pace a little more. Who knows, right? Could have, should have, would have. But the point is I do think that if a writer is out there and they ha they they're pretty sure that they're going to be producing something, why not at the very least join the community, start to, to see if there are any associations you can make and learn how it works, so right? One of the things that, you know, Talking about you know what point uh, Anna was saying you know have something really good, but you know a, a writer could have something that's uh, a manuscript that's in, in the works and you know you're you're halfway through your book you know but you still have let's say another 12 20 chapters whatever depending on how many you have but those 12 chapters might be already pretty well flushed out you already kind of know the story and you actually know where it's going to go those 12 chapters could be enough to put up as a manuscript that's in progress. Um, you can already have, like you said, a book cover. Right. You know, put up. You can actually load the twelve uh, chapters that into the site and pick your five pages. And you can already create the cast wishes of who you see playing those roles. The synopsis of the story is already made. The tagline, all that is, is already available to you. So you can already post a book that's in process. And you can you can even write into the description. You know, this is a manuscript that's you know halfway done. It's not like someone's going to pick it up, but you can always go back there. Two days later, an update. Well, and, and, so the beauty yeah. of our site is that everything is, is made to be edited. Right. So um, you can go back even to something that's solid, that's already done, and you said, you know, I'm happy with this, and, and you said intended medium television, and then you had a conversation with a friend who's in production, and says, oh, no, 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 this is a web series, or I see this as a film. You can go back and edit. Right, right. You know, so you can edit your projects as many times as you want to. You're never, like, fully... Committed to that project 100%. Yeah, so you'll put it once and then once, right, 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 right. And then we're going to charge you every time you edit. Uh, or, no, right. no, no, no. It's it's there. It's that one thing. And right. you can just put it up there. And if you think you can make it better a month down the road, two months down the road, and, and you want to change it up, you can change it up as many times as you want. Do you have a better you know cover to put in there? Put your better cover. You yeah, know, and, um, and I'm hoping that, I really am hoping that this community aspect of it continues to grow because I'll tell you one thing as, an, as a hybrid press, uh, you know, one of the things that's challenging for me is 
finding the team of people that I want to work with over and over again. Like I would really, I'm, I'm in process, right? But something like Story Rocket, having that community of maybe book cover designers coming on board and illustrators coming on board and editors coming on board. I mean, can I at least put that out there? Because that would be a wish list for, for many people who are taking the hybrid road. or That's the, the goal. That is really the you goal know? for the site to be able to have that whole community of whether it be if you're in the midst of writing a book and you're looking for other writers or like right, I said, right. graphic designers, uh, that's, the, that's the idea. If you're, if you're done and you want to have something even done on a local level, maybe you know, take 10 pages out of your, your and you've, you've not converted your book into a script and you want to produce at least five or 10 pages of it, like five, 10 minutes just to show people the feel of it, maybe get a local community to do it. You know, All right. it it's really there to be to, for those collaborators. Okay, well, anything you can at this point in time say one last thing about where people should go, what you want them to know, and then we'll move on to our next segment. Okay, so I'm going to invite everyone to go to storyrocket.com, and it's just how it's, you know, how you see it storyrocketaltogether.com. You will see in the front on the homepage, you can do a, a mini quick search from there so you can kind of get an idea for what these pitch packages look like. Um, and at the same time, you can sign up for free. For free. I'm a member. Are you going to offer our listeners a code? Yes, we can. Can we, can we offer them a code that's um, Lifelines PC? Is that okay or is that too long? That's or do you, long. Or do you want do you want BWP18? That's what we're going to do is... Uh, we can put it on the show notes. But the point is, if you're welcome, if you're open to offering our listeners a discount, then... then okay, so Ron... You're on the business side. What can we offer so our listeners? BWP. I'm, I'm writing this down, my listeners. Go ahead. BWP. 1820. 1820. So what that does is it takes $20 off of the annual fee of, a, of an annual membership of 10 projects, which okay. also includes 10 Getty images. Okay, got it. Okay, okay. I like that. Thank you, Ron. So See, it was, it was great that you're here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're useful after all, Ron. There we go. BWP 1820. Okay, so that's the code, and I will add it to the show notes. I will also add the link, and I thank you both for giving uh, uh, Lifelines, the Books podcast, an opportunity to tell everyone about what you're doing. We're very excited. We're happy to tell everyone about it. And now what we'd like to do is move on to what we call, we, we recently renamed it because we interviewed um, New York Times journalist John Leland. We have to continue to give you credit, John. Um, and we've rewritten, we used to call this segment On the Hook. We used to say, we're putting you on the hook to read aloud from your work, but we decided it was a little too whatever. And John gave Intimidating. us... <laughs> so we're calling it the written word segment. So now, Ron, you are, you are going to I'm read... A reader. That's so. okay. That's, so that's going to make it more fun. Yeah, I feel like I'm going to So tell us, tell us about what you're reading from and then bumble your way through it and make us all laugh and we'll be good. Okay, so this was uh, originally an idea for a script for uh, novella actors that I know personally. And so there's five uh, TV personalities that, uh, that, I, that I've known over the years and I wrote characters for them uh, as five bumbling mariachis, kind of like imagine if there were five, uh, five of the Three Stooges and two more, uh, anyways. Three of the three stooges and two more. But I hear they're all losers. Uh, they're not, they don't do well in life, no. So, uh, so, so the idea was called Mariachi Paraiso, which is uh, the Paradise Mariachi Group. 
and uh, they, uh, they, nothing ever seems to go well for them. They grew up as uh, orphans uh, raised by a nun, and one of them, the older one, Pancho, is the one that leads this group of uh, uh, the other four that were lifelong friends from, from childhood. Uh, his closest friend Memo is like his, his confidant and always listening to him. So, you know, and then the other two, other three, sorry, like uh, there's the big Ofi Doof, Cito, Silverio, the short, pudgy guy that, you know, in, English, in the English market would look like Zach Gafilniakis. And Felix, you know, just a very European looking short guy that you would never think he's Mexican and he's like just angry and irate all the time. Okay, read on. Okay, so this is. Uh, this is a section called uh, I Like Chicklets. So, uh, so this is uh, them coming out of uh, the Garibaldi Mariachi Festival in Mexico City, Gar um, Garibaldi Square, where uh, another opportun missed opportunity where they showed up late, somebody took their spot, and they didn't get to perform, which they thought was <laughs> going to be their next big opportunity. To Now, they're in their f these guys are well into their 40s and they've been doing this and living, you know, almost a dirt poor existence ever since. So, uh, some of it is descriptive and then I'll try to clarify when somebody is obviously saying certain words. So, here we go. Uh, they leave the festival dejected. Cito and Silverio lead as Memo and Pancho walk behind them. Felix struggles five paces further back with his accordion bumping and nudging the throngs of people on the streets. You could tell by Sito's face that you couldn't tell by Sito's face that anything was wrong or that they had just had one more soul-crushing disappointment. Still in full costume and carrying their instruments, they dodge the traffic. Car horns blare as they're almost struck and then again a near miss by a bus. This may be a Sunday, though it's still busy as almost any other day in the Mexican capital. Felix says, so that didn't go as planned. Memo answers, brother, you got, you got to stop that. Felix being the one that's uh, always acerbic and angry. Felix trying to soften uh, it with humor. Why? Too soon? Silverio, how are we getting back? Hey, and I'm hungry. Can we eat something before we head back? Crossing Calle Monte de Piedad, a vendor riding a bicycle crashes into them and spills his basket of chiclets. Sito <laughs> feels sorry and helps the vendor reorganize his basket and offers to buy some. Sito says, I'll buy a pack. As he reaches into his pocket to pay, he finds no money. Santiago and Felix are eager to pay, but neither have any pesos. The three of them look back at Memo and Pancho. Memo says, don't look at me. Pancho's the man with the money. Pancho ap apologetically, we don't have any money, even for the ride home. The chiclet vendor, you guys need this more than I do. The obviously poor chiclet vendor hands a pack of gum and rides away. Felix says, now that's a new low for us. <laughs> Silverio grabs a piece from the pack. What? I like chiclets. Felix gives Silverio a light smack in the back of the head, trying to bring him to his senses and to understand the situation. Felix says, come on, guys. Felix is trying to make his point that it's always something. If it's not this thing, it's another. Felix continues, this was going to be it. Yeah, right. Today it's the festival and someone else gets to play in our place and get paid for it. Last month we showed up in Toluca. Remember that? And then the story goes into a flashback, but let me leave you, let me leave you there. That's all for today. Thank you for listening. If you liked today's episode, please leave us a review. It'll help us keep bringing you great content. For show notes, upcoming events, and to participate in the Brooklyn Writers Project community, head on over to our website at www. 
brooklynwritersproject.com. Questions or comments? Send them to contact at lifelinespodcast.com. We'd love to hear from you. Lifelines, the books podcast has been brought to you by the Brooklyn Writers Project. Music for this podcast has been provided by Anthony Nuda of Noble Sense Productions.